Hello everyone and welcome to Comment Below Advent Calendar, a podcast where every day in December we'll be rummaging through a different topic of Christmas. We delve into the mess that is our social media, finding the seasonal stories you may or may not be talking about. You can listen to us every day on your favourite podcast app, but we're also on YouTube. Just search Comment Below Podcast and follow our adventure through this year's Salacious Santa Sack on video. Isn't that right, Ben? Mm, sounds delicious. Mm. Oh, I updated this. I wouldn't mind her diving into Santa's sack. So, we have to open up the now famous comment below advent calendar to find yes. out our topic of the day. Oh, not sponsored by Dougie and BBC. Here we go. So, we are on number 20. And I just realised you say every day in December, it's up till Christmas Eve, just so everyone knows. So... Oh, yeah, that's true. They, day, they didn't expect anything after the 20th. <laughs> day 20, we are doing British TV Christmas specials, but not in general the ones that are coming out this year in I a few days' time. I should say that when we use the term British TV Christmas specials, the term's a little loose because there's some streaming TV specials. That well. Just Christmas specials that are coming so out this Christmas year. Special. Yep, so we're not talking about the past anymore. No, the future. What you have to watch while you're sitting down with your hand halfway down a tube of Pringles mm. and a hand on a tin of... Santa's a sack. Tin, a tin of... Not a Santa's sack. On uh, a can of um, beer. Beer of choice, Carling. How about you? Or fruit juice, or water, or, or a mocktail. A mocktail. Although we may be talking about food and drink a little or bit later, babies. but we'll just save that for later, shall we? Okay. So TV, which is a subject we, of course, love. If you haven't guessed by now, yeah. it's all we talk about. It's all we do. It's what we do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, there is loads actually on this year. You wouldn't believe it by the way that people have kind of like moaned about what's on TV this year. But there is a lot on t- on. Well, I always remember the famous graph that someone somewhere online made, which shows BBC's Christmas Day schedule, which has been the same since the past like decade. Yes, but they've shook things up this mm-hmm. year because they've added, for the first time I think in seven years... They've added a Doctor Who special on Christmas Day. Woo, 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 woo. Yes, new Doctor. <laughs> so the new... there's a the musical new... element to it all. There's oh, a yeah. pirate ship. Bound that out, we? It's a reboot. Series one, it's called, isn't it? What the? Well, no, the, the first episode is called The Church of Ruby. Right? Yeah, but it's season one. So it's a reboot. Are they calling this a new first series? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. How interesting. Well, Doctor split in half, so. Hey. I suppose so. I still think that, well, spoilers if anyone's not watched it then. Um, I still think that there's a reason why they've done that and there's a spin-off on its way. I really do. We're just keeping David Tennant in the bank, just in case mm, you need to bring him out. Uh, Catherine Tate. Yeah. But I just feel like I just feel like there's a spin-off there and they'll, they'll be... Anyway. The keys to the TARDIS have been handed over and now it's time for a new Doctor. But first, he'll need a companion. Enter Ruby Sunday, mm-hmm. whose world changes when she encounters the Doctor and the mythical Goblin King. Is it Labyrinth? No, it's not, because David Bowie's nowhere in sight. But Russell T. Davis is back at the helm, and the show is more essential than ever. Christmas Day at 5 to 6 on BBC One. Mm-hmm. If you're in the UK, if you're outside the UK, it's on Disney+. Plus. Ruby is giving me Billy Piper vibes. Same because sort of to, character. Because you want to. So she's a really good actress as well. She's really popular when she was on Corrie. So well, she, I have high hopes. Yes, she was. She won awards. Did she? Yeah. Do you want to follow that up with? No. Awards. Just saying, she's a really... She, I have high hopes for both of them. So 
Right. Very happy. Well, for people who enjoy a bit of a ghost story around Christmas, there's mm. a program literally called A Ghost Story for Christmas, lot number 249, written by Matt, Mark Gatiss, who you may know is a uh, showrunner um, for Sherlock. Um, he also was in League of Gentlemen, so he likes writing kind of like dodgy stuff. Um, but this classically adapt- a classic adaptation of an Arthur Conan Doyle story is a gothic half hour set in Victorian England. Kit Harrington. Harrington, Freddie Fox and Colin Ryan play three very different but equally peculiar Oxford academics who tackle an Egyptian mummy terrorising the canvas. campus. It sounds brilliant. I love a ghost story on mm. Christmas. Well, Absolutely. Kit Harrington's in it. So oh, there you go. So it, last time you saw him was on that lovely show on Apple TV, wasn't it? When he played like mm-hmm. the song about Kit Harrington. I don't know what it is, but it's a song about him. He's like my he new won't... Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Well, I just have to watch everything he's in because there's something about him. Got very similar beards. <laughs> Do we? What him and him or him and you like men who look like you, don't you? Because there's that singer as well who looks a bit like you. Who the the one who did Brings Got Talent? Oh, Callum Scott. Yeah, he looks okay. a bit like you too. You have got a thing about men who look like okay. You. Do you look in the mirror and? Think, well, that's very nice you know, actually what? that I look like Jake Gyllenhaal, Kit Harrington, and Callum Scott. No, I'll take you that. You look like Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Well, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, I like, there's something about Kit Harrington, so you've sold me on that already. Fair, fair. Well, this story. To watch it, we have to go to BBC Two on Christmas Eve at 10pm. I'll be there. Outside of the UK, who knows? So that's the drama, I feel like, that we've got to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can't have a special seasonal occasion without some kind of Nigella Lawson porn fest on the TV. Yeah, Microwave was a few years ago. Was it last year, I think? Possibly. So she's done a Christmas special, I think, for the last three or four years. She, before I turned vegan was the my roast potato recipe i used it every time every time they were flawless every time i do a variation of it now instead of using uh duck fat obviously can't use duck fat can i can't use a turkey either no but the turkey had no involvement in my potatoes oh yeah so So i'm thinking of used to use someone else for your turkey with bacon on top who was that that woman Oh no, that's my turkey. My yeah. turkey's my de- it was used to be my Delia Smith. Delia Smith. Delia Smith recipe I used for turkey. So yeah, you lay lots of butter and turkey on top. Never, never. As in the words of Delia Smith, never not had a moist turkey. So what's Nigella doing? Nigella Lawson has a long-standing family tie to Amsterdam. This special sees her dipping into a unique festive ambience of the city and creating some meals in its spirit. I've been to Amsterdam over Christmas and New Year, and it's bloody amazing. I recommend it hundred percent. So actually, I think this is a really, really good show to do a Christmas mm. special around. So she not like maybe going to show a bit of the city, not just her cooking. Then she may be doing a little yep. bit of a travel doc esque. Looking See, saucy in the camera every now and then when like Sparza Pete walks by. Uh, do you think she'll be going by on a bike? Bet she will. No, she'll be clogging that. She'll be. She'll, I bet you she'll go outside one of those shops with those big clogs and she'll be stood there going. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Nigella Lawson. I've not yeah. a bad word to say about her. Mm-hmm. I think she's just brilliant. Um, and uh, it's actually by the time this is out has already aired on UK TV. But- However, that's not a problem because if you're in the UK, you can just watch it on BBC iPlayer at any point okay. i reckon it's an, again a nice little christmas eve show to watch snuggle up hot chocolate watch nigella um if you've got apple tv plus then there's no other place to go other than seeing hannah waddingham's home for christmas hannah Waddingham. Mm, she's had a big year isn't she? she had a fantastic year she hosted eurovision that's right i brought it up for the fourth time <laughs> And uh, she did a, such a funny job with Graham Norton. Like when they did the points, I mm-hmm. loved every minute of that. It was just brilliant. But she's, she's a hun. It. She's a hun of 2023. Is she? Hun energy. She's yep. just brilliant, isn't she? I just love her. Mm-hmm. I just love her and everything. She, I want her to do lots of things. That's what I mean. Um, she was in, uh, what's that football show as well? It's on Apple TV. Yes. Um, 
Ferrero. I don't know. Ferrero Rocher, that's the one. So, um, yeah, so basically she's doing a big kind of like Christmas musical extravaganza. And I have to be honest with you, it sounds right up my street. So uh, I've got Apple TV three mm-hmm. free stuff coming soon. So it last year they did the Mariah one. Was that Apple TV? That's or... also on my list. As, oh, as, I see. Yeah, Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special, also Where's on Apple that? TV. Oh, yeah, Apple. So uh, Apple TV, again. They're paying the big bucks, apparently. They got the big money, love. Mm. Uh, they... Um, I think that's kind of like a nice afternoon show, kind of like you wrap some presents, you've just come back from doing a bit of Christmas shopping or you've done your Christmas shopping to go. Over camp old time. Yeah, you just want to pop in, you just want to kick off your shoes, sit back on the sofa and uh, just enjoy a bit of musical frolity. So yeah, so Hannah Waddington Home for Christmas is uh, definitely a show I would recommend. Now, there's a big debate, isn't there? Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Well, if you go back to our Vlogmas episode of Christmas TV, Christmas films, yeah, and you'll see that debate. Isn't it like our favorite Christmas programs and TV and films, something like that? Something like that. They're two different watches. They're TV and films. Yeah, we ended up just doing one. No, I think so. I think. Oh, I don't know. I don't care. So the trust me, I edited them. (laughs) They're two different ones. Well, on the twenty third of December on Sky Max, there is the unofficial science of Die Hard, and they did one last year when they did the unofficial science of Home Alone. And it was really, really good, really funny. What and do you mean the unofficial science? Well, they go through all the different kind of, uh, like the obstacles that the, the, the burglars had to go through. Oh, and see if what they're realistic. If you could actually that. realistically do it. Mm. So they got like they got like this, like a fake skull and had a paint can smack it and see what actual damage would have happened. Oh, I see. And basically brain damage and dead. Um, and so they, I think they're doing the same with Die Hard. Um, I, I mean, this, it's a lot. Of and you go through the air ducts the way he does. Yeah, walk over the glass because he walks over the glass with his feet, bare feet. Okay. You know, there's a lot of shooting. He sticks like guns onto his back and goes pew, pew, and stuff like that. Like, it, it, I think it's again, it's kind of seeing is um, that possible, yeah. isn't it? Mm. And that sounds like fun to me. So um, the first thing they say is, can you really jump off the roof with a fire hose tied around your waist? Straight away, tick. I'm interested mm. and I want to know. Um, and it's hosted by Alex Brooker as well, which oh, I actually really like Alex Brooker. I think he's cool. He's from The Last Leg. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll be up for that 100%. Unfortunately, Chris Ramsey's in it, but, you know, you can't win them all. Only joking, Chris. He's there for the look. If indeed you're watching. Um, the last one for me, also on Christmas Day, and I've seen a trailer for it, and it looks so cute and adorable. BBC have a real history now and it normally is their ident as well so they do like an animated special which is mm-hmm. about 20 minutes and it's either aired on christmas eve or christmas day and they it's always like heartwarming and it's lovely a bit, a bit sad or mm. yeah a message and their their idents as i say are normally relatable to it and this year they're doing an adaptation of tabby mctat which is about a cat, wow. right? Who's got he's the homeless man, and the homeless man gets sick, and so they have to adopt the cat. And then the cat falls in love. And he wants to find his. Old he owner. wants to find his old owner. I mean, what's not to love about that story? Oh my I god! Hope. Honest to God, I'm just going to just. I and the animation, it's a bit. It looks like claymation, mm. doesn't it? It's that sort of style. Yeah. I need a box of tissues for that. <laughs> I think. It's on Christmas Day, and don't make a comment. It's on Christmas Day at 2.35 on BBC One, and again, it'll no doubt be on iPlayer mm-hmm. straight afterwards. Uh, so, um, some comedy now. Need to have a laugh. Yeah. Especially if I have to... Not know. Mrs. Brown Boys, please. Not Mrs. Brown Boys, no. I mean, there is one, but we're not going to talk about it. No, we're not. Uh, so, uh, the Ghosts Christmas Special 2023. It's the oh, final that the last ever, ever isn't it? episode they're making. Mm. Still not 
I don't really like ghosts, but I know how popular it is. I watched series one and I could get why people loved it, but mm. I didn't really get on with it. I watched some of episode uh, series two and they did it more as a, it's not a eulogy, a, uh, when each one's a different story about each of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the word for that? Anthology. Yeah, like, yeah. It was an anthology kind of series and that kind of ticked more boxes for me. Everyone, a lot of people love ghosts and I think it's the BBC's strongest comedy and uh, it's made by the same people. I'm sure they're sick and tired of people saying this, but Horrible Histories and Horrible Histories is a fantastic show. In America, have just made their own version and it's good and it's popular as well. So they've got the impossible, yeah. Yeah. So um, the final episode of the UK version is out on Christmas Day at 7.25 on BBC One. I I won't be watching it because I actually want to watch all the series before I watch it because apparently it's it's the final episode. That's it. It wraps Mm -hmm. everything up. But I will be watching, and it's streaming right now on Now TV or Sky Streaming. Mm. Never mind the Buzzcocks Christmas special. Ooh, lovely. When Sky brought back Never mind the Buzzcocks from the BBC after years and years of it being off air, everyone said no. Mm-hmm. Silly, naughty. Greg Davis, okay, I'm interested. Daisy May Cooper, and tick tick tick. She's another. She's like Kit Harrington. I kind of just whatever she's in, I kind of watch. She's no funny. matter what it is, and she's just a, she's just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. She's really bubbly. And so we've been watching it. Noel Fielding. Sorry, Noel Fielding. And uh, who's the other comedian? I don't know. I feel bad not knowing their names. I don't know. Uh, But uh, all three, we've watched all three series and they've got a Christmas special out. And they did a Christmas special last year. And it was actually a really, really fun time um, to watch. And I'm presuming it's going to be the same again this year. So I'm very excited about the new uh, the Christmas special of Never Mind the Bozcocks. Um, there is something I was very disappointed. We've been watching a comedy series called Two Doors Down, which is a Scottish comedy, mm-hmm. uh, but it's now shown on the, in the whole of the UK. Finally, the UK are appreciating how brilliant the comedy is. Jamali is the guy. Jamali, yes, Jamali's really funny as well. Yeah. Uh, during the lineup, he makes some really funny comments. Um, to, and uh, I'm really disappointed that the BBC will not recognise that Two Doors Down has a more fitting place as a Christmas special. They've not even made a Christmas special this year, which is. I know, the one last year was so, really good as the, well. In the coffee shop, was mm. brilliant. I wish they'd made a Christmas special and they thought to themselves, you know a good time slot for that Christmas special? The bloody time slot Mrs. Brown Boys is on. Mm. Why do they keep putting Mrs. Brown Boys on Christmas know. Day? No one knows. Two Doors Down at that time slot would have fitted so nicely. You've just watched EastEnders. Found out who... We haven't talked about EastEnders. I'm about to get to that. So EastEnders, yeah. you just watched EastEnders. You found out who the killer is and all that. So you get a bit of light entertainment. Two Doors Down is far mm. funnier and less like 1970s than than Mrs. Brown Boys. Anyway, so EastEnders is my okay, final offering. So Christmas Day on BBC One. Let's step into our past history of podcasting yes. for 10 minutes or so. Welcome to... <laughs> to Walford Weekly. Yeah, welcome to Walford Weekly. podcast all about EastEnders. <laughs> um, yes, so we talked about on the last vlog this one where Chris Clenshaw has changed the show. This one, big Christmas, always mm-hmm. big free senders Christmas. So we had the sick, the flash forward. Yeah, everything changes in a flash. Oh, what could they mean? What could they mean? Well, I'm wondering. You know, taglines are very important. There's lots of broken glass everywhere. Flash. I'm wondering if something happens during a power cut. Okay. Flash. You know, in a in flash, a flash. It changes. Yeah, like go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body on the floor. Which one of you bitches was it? Oh, you so you think it's going to be like murder in the dark? I don't know. Weak murder. <laughs> Well, there is a big fire going, so that would light up quite a lot, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't care. But anyway. Well, you do care, because you're I discussing do, it. Yeah. It's a shame we have Flash. Rob in the background on screen, kind of waving just aimlessly. We should have asked him to do a five-minute video, green just screen. waving. <laughs> green scheme. Um, Hi. 
but yes, yeah, so there's six suspects of murder. Yeah, Stacy, Suki, Linda, Sharon, Denise, and Kathy. And anyone seven... who doesn't watch EastEnders has no idea of those names. I think everyone who watches this podcast probably has watched EastEnders. And good, it's just my theory. Good picture though, I've got in front of me. Um, SevenMen.com. Yep, the seven men is Jack, Nish, Dino, Phil, Keanu, Rocky, and Ravi. It's Dean. Not Dino. Oh, sorry, he's not Dean. He changed from sorry, Dean yes, when he yes, went yes. evil. So the idea is that one of the six women has murdered one of the seven men. Mm. And you need to put the place... It, it's literally like... They, they've been really clever as well because they've done the colours like it's Cluedo. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, who who was it? Who is it? Who and is it? there's been hints throughout the year. There's an, the, yep. the knight in shining armour and mm-hmm. also hints. So is it a good guy that gets killed? Or someone who's trying to protect them? Knight in shining armour? Right. In the, pro, in the flash forward, a knight is behind Stacey. Oh, is it Jack on the floor? Is my theory at the moment in Jack the promo Franny. picture? Nish is behind Stacy. Mm-hmm. I told you it's a good promo picture. I know, I know. but I, I do think Did it's Jack. It? I think it's Jack Branning. <laughs> you think it's Jack? I do I don't know. I mean, why. I wouldn't be upset if it was Jack because no, it needs to be a big character. It needs to be someone that people recognise who haven't watched these senders in years who are watching on Christmas Day. Mm, that's true. But then I also thought, here's my theory, okay, that yeah. Chris Clenshaw's first big episode that he did, this is a wild theory, so stay with me, was Dot's, Dot's funeral episode. Mm-hmm. In that episode, Ian made a surprise return, right? Yeah, he was on the phone, phone Cindy. to Cindy, so the Cindy idea was already in play. Mm-hmm. And at the end of Dot's funeral episode, Keanu came back Oh, I see. So you think Keanu's going to be the... I'm just wondering, because he he may have done this thinking, Dot's funeral is going to be an automatically big audience episode. Mm-hmm. So if I put Keanu in there, people who may not know who Keanu was now, now know who he is. Yeah, true. Could he be the body because of that? You say that people won't know, but I know that the Christmas episode does tend to get the, the bigger ratings for the year. Like people who haven't watched EastEnders tends to come back for it on Christmas Day. But the ratings of EastEnders has increased... Very steadily this year, thank you, Chris Clenshaw, mm-hmm. doth my cap. So I think that it's even if they use characters that perhaps is a little bit newer, I don't think they'll be out of turn. I mean, the obvious one is Dean, but I think that's too obvious. I know that's what you, that's what you have to try and think. It's like, what's too obvious? Yeah. It's going to come out of nowhere. And who is going to be a face that you recognize? Because I did think at one point, it's going on the indie, uh, indie, the Cindy and Ian thing, that Cindy was actually in the room on the other side so when the camera Sharon looks up from the body Cindy stood there yeah but I think that that would be wrong because then they would cheat everyone out of the actual the yeah, seven men no I think I think if they did that she would people, be a lot of people would call like the call forced there I think a lot of people don't mm-hmm. I mm, I think people would be pretty peed off if they then did that and yeah, also but... I don't think Cindy would do that why would Cindy there's no motive for Cindy to do any of that. Unless it was accidental. Cindy would be in yellow, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow's missing. Like a streak of piss. And no. I did think that maybe Adam Woodjet came back to say goodbye and he's on the floor. Well, that was my original no, that would be a I don't, yeah, sorry, I know, that would be a cheat. I know, that would be a cheat. And, the, and I, don't, I think Chris Clenshaw wouldn't want to do such a cheap trick as that. No, but if he's had it planned since the dot funeral episode, it makes sense. But I don't think Chris Clenshaw is that kind of guy. I really don't. I think that he's, um, he's, he's, cho- he's, there's someone there. And also, don't forget, they did that spin off with 
Cockney lad, whatever his name is, the one mm-hmm. from Laugh Out Loud. Oh, yeah. Okay, his name Mickey. One of them has to step forward because they know who killed. Yeah. So unless someone was in the studio, who walks into the studio. Yeah. Unless they did that, but I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's Kathy. I do because I kill think. Killing. Yeah, because I think I think the actress who plays Kathy wants to leave the show. What? <laughs> no. But they ha- they can't keep someone on the show unless you find out that they, a, a bit like what they did with Suki, where she thinks she had murdered someone but then discovered that she hadn't. Um, that's the only way round they could do it. You know? So I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I feel like... But I could see Kathy being the killer. But I think Kathy is the killer. And I don't know why. I but just it needs, do. But it needs to be redeemed and not go to prison. But it doesn't, but it doesn't, be fair, but it doesn't match up with who I think is on the floor and I think it's Nish. I think Nish is on the floor. Kathy could kill Nish because he took her cafe. With the cafe that he's going to build flats on in two metres squared. Yeah, true. Some people think there's two bodies. There's With one this, upstairs, one downstairs. Yeah, because uh, Linda is scrubbing the floor upstairs. Yeah. So it shows that... There might be Dean dead upstairs. Nish dead downstairs. I mean, that's not out of the round possibility. And I don't think that's cheap. I don't think that's a cheap trick at all. I think that's a fairly reasonable one. And that would be very exciting. Maybe the body on the floor... Oh, no, they say he's dead, don't they? I was about to say, maybe he is alive. Or maybe the body upstairs oh, Shara. is alive. She doesn't get everything right. She doesn't know how to check a post. Well, she only checked a post, didn't she? Yeah. She's not Sonia. That's true. Yeah. Maybe she was by accidentally touched her own pulse and with the alcohol streaming through her body, she thought she was dead. She could say he's dead and he's not dead. They then go upstairs to see Dean's dead and then when they go downstairs again, the body's gone. Oh, I don't know. And then they'll blame that person for killing Dean. I think. I think that that there isn't two dead to be honest with you I think there is only one dead I think the scrubbing on the floor was basically just generally that Linda's kind of like scrubbing like Macbeth mm-hmm. it's like I'm scrubbing away the evidence you know right. the, the guilt so you think what Nish and Kathy I think Nish and Kathy but I can't think of why Kathy would kill Nish it feels too tenuous the fact that it was because she lost her cafe you know what I mean she lost that plot of land in, in Melbourne Square and uh, it, it feels more sensible that it would be either Stacey or... Stacey has... Stacey's already killed in that room. I was about to say, so... Stacey and Stacey has history. So she has murdered already and she's been redeemed for it. Normally in soaps, if someone's murdered, hmm. they get they get their so comeuppance hmm. and Stacey hasn't had that really. So it makes sense if they were just to say like, well, it'd be fine to just put it on Stacey again. Could be Linda with your theory if she... Kelly Bright stayed on a year after Danny Dyer left. She could then be like, okay, well, I'll be the killer. And yeah, but they've just introduced her full family to the show, her mother and his partner, her partner, sorry, and their their daughters. Mm -hmm. So that makes no sense either. So I feel like Sharon, they would, I can't, I'm sorry, no, not Sharon. I mean, they do Suki because she's the newest of the six. First, last in, first down. That's, that's another theory, but then it's too obvious that it would be niche because Suki has no other attachment to anyone else. She's got no attachment to Phil. Mm, no, she's got no attachment to Phil, nor Dean, Dean or Keanu or Rocky or Jack. So okay. the only person it could be would be Nish. How about this then? This is my last theory. Mm. Eve, they think Eve has been killed, right? Mm. By Nish at the moment, currently. What if Nish says, no, Ravi killed Eve? So they then kill Ravi as like you've killed Eve. And then Eve walks in. I'm actually alive. Oh, I've killed you back. No point. I've kind of killed you thing is is that if we are going on the theory that it's actually none of the six and that <laughs> they actually witnessed someone getting murdered tracy yeah it's definitely tracy no it's billy for be, be billy i mean i love the, um but but they, for me if they were going to do that then i think that nish finds out that ravi hadn't killed eve nish then kills ravi in an exchange 
the women witness that from ha- witness it happening and maybe maybe the the body upstairs is that in the exchange nish got stabbed or something by maybe didn't because denise's got that bottle mm-hmm. ravi quickly gets the ball stabs nish nish goes upstairs and then dies upstairs on his own so then ravi's downstairs and dead and nish is upstairs and has died but is then ravi ha- not too sexy to die well, I mean, it would it would destroy it would destroy the Panacers, really, which would be a bit of a shame because then all the if, all the responsibility will be on Vinny, <laughs> and we don't need that to happen. No. Um. So, but then it could be back kid at. So, is Steve like, McFadden happy about that? Is Steve happen? McFadden leaving? No, Steve McFadden will never leave the BBC unless he's pushed. Um. And also, it's very interesting that they said that no one's doing pantomime next year, and Steve McFadden's like the main one who does the pantomime. So I feel like Steve McFadden's not leaving. Okay. Um. Because they wouldn't have made a point of finding out that they're not allowed to do pantomime in the future. And if we're going back to Wolford Weekly for five seconds, I'm also going to say that Steve McFadden should have a storyline where his character slowly gets dementia and it can be done over two years in a very sentimental way and it'll be brilliant and it's the right ending for Phil Mitchell. Thank you very much. Drop mic. You can call me later, BBC. Lovely. There you go then. So that was our festive lineup of TV plus Mm. an extra section of Wolford Weekly, the old (laughs) podcast that was retired for Christmas. So I hope you all enjoyed Not just for Christmas, it's been retired. Well, yeah. I'm I'm very... for Christmas. Christmas special, literally. Kind of, but we're not going to put it on. We're not going to put no. it on there. Good. Fine. So there you go then. Right. So if you've enjoyed listening to us, um, again, in a very long episode. These are meant to be short episodes for the Advent Calendar. I don't know what's yeah, happened to us. We're just so spiritual. Get in touch with us. Tell us what Christmas shows you're going to watch this year by going on X at comment below pod at uh, on Instagram at comment below underscore pod or email us comment below pod at gmail.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, ring the bell and never miss an episode in future. And comment below to tell us what Christmas episode you'll be watching. And if you're listening to us, don't forget to subscribe, give us five stars and comment below for why you've given us those five stars. Also, who do you think's dead at Christmas? <laughs> on EastEnders. That'd be a fun little... Not another one. So we'll see you again for another one. We're getting closer and closer to mm. Christmas Day. So we'll see you tomorrow for another fun frolic through the festive fun. You're running out of words. We're fun, you. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs>